Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to your weekly episode of Conspiracy Underground. We are the Conspiracy Underground news team. I am the hairy left lip ghost, and with me is the Illuminati sign-throwing hairless right lip, Ryan Dean. How are you, my friend? Woo! Pretty good, man. I had to throw those in there. Uh, Yeah, man, just a fun, uh, you know, week ahead of us, I think. You know, this whole Chinese spy balloon was weird i'm sure that we'll talk about that a little bit there's some other things that a few people sent me that seem pretty interesting some of them seem fake some of them seem real i'm just down to talk about some news man it's always fun how are you oh i'm doing great man got some uh got some new stuff going on over here and uh yeah looking forward to uh going further in the future yeah people may think that you sound a little different I, I hope so because I'm I'm done running shitty equipment. So hopefully I can step up to a professional level. Man, I've always ran shitty equipment. I have been since day one, and I don't think I will ever really graduate to anything too crazy, to be honest. <laughs> um, just because I mean, like, it's interesting, man. Uh, you know, there's a lot of money that can be spent on sound, and with AI and with all the different things that you can do just to make your sound uh, a little better. You know, Joe from Legit Bat sent us something that that works. Doesn't work for me, but it seems to work for a lot of people. You know, does it give you problems? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I played. Uh, you know, I tried it out with my DWP versus the internet. Uh-huh. And it sounded like a demon was talking. It was playing words backwards in the middle of episodes. I don't know if you've listened to an entire episode with that technology being used. It it definitely will uh, reverse some words, for me at least. And it sounds terrifying. So I was like, I'm going to stay away from that. And, uh, you know, I, I just luckily I was blessed with a great voice. So you, I can you just talk. Have a beautiful voice. I, I, I will say that. Uh, even my, my daughter. Uh, in the early days of uh, us doing this, sh- she was playing one when she was moving out of her apartment, and she's like, "I love his voice." And I'm like, "Well, that's sweet oh, of her. That is very sweet. She she likes your voice. You got you got a good voice. You got a a, a voice for radio, uh, a face for radio too. A lot of people give me compliments on that. You know, it's funny, man. Nico and Rosie's kid, a uh, little little kid. I think he's four, five, six, something like that. Rosie was telling me when we were doing an episode all together with Nico and and I think it was on Monday Night Master Debaters or something. They were playing it for their kid and the kid was sitting there and, you know, he was thinking about it. And she he was like, this guy's voice is really douchey. But that was a compliment because <laughs> he liked he liked the way I sounded, but he must have heard douchey from his older brother and thought that was like a good word. And said I had a douchey voice. So uh, shout out to probably my youngest listener out there. Well, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I, I'll take I, it. 
Wonder went went the route of douchey, but uh, you know, hey, you got to take what compliments you can from these kids these days, right? Uh, yeah, and maybe that's a cool word these days. I, it used yeah. to be bad for me uh, when I was a kid, but you know, again, you never know what these kids uh, think is cool. So fun stuff. But what's going on with you this week, man? Like, did you hear anything? Anything sticking out in the news before we get into some of these calls and maybe address some of the things that have been. You know, at at the you know on the front pages of like mainstream news, so to speak. Anything jumping out to you? Nothing super serious is really jumping out per se. Just I don't know. I I, I know when the the whole balloon thing was going on, um, Congress was grilling uh, the dude in charge of finances for for Rona, and it, th- there was some stuff going on there. I didn't really pay too much attention to it. Maybe I should have, but I'm always kind of sitting back when, when everybody's focused on a Chinese spy balloon. What the fuck is really going on? Because we'll get into that later. It, it, it's just to me, it felt like a distraction of something. And I don't know what the distraction is. But other than that, I mean, I don't know. I, I've been looking for a douche of the week and there for whatever reason, kind of struggling to find a, a douche of the week. So maybe, maybe whoever the listeners uh, sent our way for us to look into um, will become the douche of the week. Who knows? Right. Oh, and I found us a new intro song. Yes. And and I think that, that, you know, people heard that at the beginning, that will also be cunt of the week introduction. We'll get a little bit of that involved as well. Right. Um. So far sitting at, at douche of the week for me is, I mean, it might be Xi Jinping, right? I mean, that, that was kind of a douchey thing that he did with these balloons yeah. or baroons, rather. Excuse Baroon. my pronunciation. But yeah, there, there seems to be something shady as fuck going on with that. And even people that aren't particularly conspiratorially minded are very suspicious of what's going on. Supposedly, there's a second balloon or baroon. Excuse me. I, I really need to try and better my speech. There's a second baroon in Latin America. We need Chan in here. Get yeah, we, we need somebody in here to to help us with this stuff. But yeah, it, it's very strange to see all this shit kind of flaring up in a weird time. Um, I have something about Joe Biden here that a listener sent in that's very interesting. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this. Um, this clip that I'll play, it'll probably be the first one that I play. Okay. Just because it fits in so well with, you know, the the hate for Joe Biden. I don't see anyone defending Joe Biden, uh, you know, adamantly. And we're rolling into 2024 pretty quick here. It's going to be here before we know it. Oh, yeah. The elections. Totally. Dude, the elections are coming up right away. I mean, it's very soon. Um, so, yeah, it'll be it'll be fun to see what happens. Um, obviously, what the November 2024 is when we're going to get the these elections, right? Uh, yeah, we should. And I remember back in the day when I first started really getting into politics and this time of year would roll around and everybody would be like, oh, the elections are right around the corner. I'd be like, dude, they're a fucking year away. Like, no, they fucking roll on you quick. And and, and the, the programming comes in a lot earlier, too. So we'll start seeing some programming pretty heavily, um, you know, in the middle of this year, I would say. So just, you know, four months away or so. But yeah, man, it's it's always I mean, it's very interesting. And the stuff with the food that we talked about, you know, we we went into some stuff with the egg apocalypse, as I like to call it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I actually wanted to see. I have something here 
with, uh, you know, kind of pertaining to that, I wanted to add it into the beginning of my episode when I released it this morning, but I figured why not just share it here on Cunt. So if anyone's listened to those episodes, whether you listen to it, when did you put it out, Friday or Saturday? Yeah, I put it out Friday evening. Okay. So yeah, um, we're talking about this whole idea that the eggs are, are in short supply and then that, you know, the government is telling you that eggs are leading to blood clots and strokes and heart attacks and everything unhealthy. And then the same government also back in 2020 was telling you that eggs had something very specific in the yolk that could help block COVID from attaching to your heart. If I'm remembering that correctly, is that along it, the it helped, correct lines? It helped, uh, block the spike proteins from uh, atta- attaching to the heart or the heart membrane or the membrane around the heart, which causes my- myocarditis and right. uh, whatever, both carditis that were never really a thing. Uh, up carditis? 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 Maybe. The multiple uh, carditises? Plantar fasciitis, maybe. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. Um... But to, to lead off that... Did you know we're in stroke season right now? There's a stroke season. Yeah. Yeah. After cold and flu season, some of these doctors are coming out and now saying we're in stroke season. We never realized this until recently, but there's a stroke season. Who is saying this? It was on uh, mainstream media. I heard it last week. I think No Agenda played it. And I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like on like national, I think it was NPR or maybe MSNBC. Mm. Yeah, man, this is, uh, it's disturbing when you start seeing this because, you know, there's a lot of really gullible people out there and they believe, and, 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 and I think it's important to distinguish the way that like people like us, I'm not saying that we're the gold standard for alternative news right i would say no agenda is up there when when we're talking about news that doesn't seem to be focused on uh any kind of agenda right i mean the, right. The, the show name says it all i don't think that there's any nefarious methods to what no agenda does at all I, i'm pretty quick to call people controlled opposition i've mentioned a lot of them before rogan tripoli these these people seem to be controlled opposition i can right? add a few what's up I said I could add a few, but I'll keep my mouth shut. Yeah, yeah, I could add quite a few, <laughs> and I'll, I'll also keep my mouth shut. But what's interesting is that these no agenda guys don't seem to be doing that, and there's quite a few people out there that just wholeheartedly believe what they want to. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, man, it, it's strange that no one is really going to raise hell about this idea of like, oh, you know, with all these advances in in medical technology and science and everything, you're just now telling us about a stroke season. They're just going to wholeheartedly believe, oh, shit, you know, the scientists just put this together. All hail science. They just put this all together now. Thank thank science. Don't thank God. Thank science that this information came out. And holy shit. I mean, at least we know that if if, if anyone's going to have a stroke, it's going to be this certain time of the year. That's bullshit. And if people can't put those dots together in their own heads, man, maybe they need to have strokes. You know what I mean? Uh, Because, uh, again, you know, I'm all for, uh, you know, lightening up traffic. I'm all for, (laughs) you know, getting getting more resources to myself and to people that can actually think for themselves. Getting rid of the stupid. Exactly. A little uh, Darwinism, which I don't necessarily believe in. But the idea is nice. It's it's it really is kind of utopian. But. I wanted to share this with you really quick, man. I have this uh, this thing with the egg and the symbolism within my 
uh, esoteric encyclopedia that I cite so often. And it is the, I wish that I, I would have thought of this when we were doing this episode just a couple of days back, the idea of the egg and what it means in esoterica. So, um, you know, if you're, if you're just listening, the idea of an egg, it's, you know, usually got a serpent wrapped around it when we're talking about it in this manner, but the egg is a powerful, the egg is as powerful in its symbolism as it is potent as a life force. The world egg is ubiquitous symbol uh, for the egg from which the universe is said to have hatched. An idea that appears in creation myths from all parts of the world. The Celts, the Hindus, the Egyptians, the Greeks, the Phoenicians, and many more all agree about this idea. I got to I got to interrupt and say thank you for p- pronouncing Celts correctly. Yeah, what are they what do people say? Celts? Celts because well, of the, the Celtics. Celtics, but thank you. Right, right. I don't pronounce and, many words correctly, but I I know my Irish terms. And that word uh ubiquitous, I think I got pretty drunk listening to you and Matt do an episode on uh a document that you both came across. Yeah, that came up quite a bit. And I got fucking shit faced within like, I don't know, 15 minutes. Yeah. If you took a drink anytime one of us said ubiquitous, you, you would have been uh, hitting the floor pretty quick. Yeah. For some reason, the, this, this font is really hard for my eyes to register for some reason. I think it's myriad or aerial font okay. and it's really fucking hard for my eyes to see. But anyway, getting back to it, we finished you, off with what? If you scroll to where uh, it says the form, uh, right, right. Cosmic. I I can read it if you want. If it's if it's hurting your eyes. Oh no, I don't mind reading it. It's just yeah, oh. I I stumble upon this shit a little bit. So I'll we'll we'll start back from the beginning just so people can get the whole message because it is relatively short and I think it's pretty interesting when you think about the idea of like the toilet paper when that was uh, in short supply. There was mm-hmm. people doing like gematria and they were saying like toilet paper, you know, added up to two oh six or something. Like there was some weird shit with it. And it's like this the shit that seems otherwise meaningless has some sort of like puzzle piece that fits in with the main agenda. And it's like, it, you know, if all this shit spells, maybe there is a reason that eggs are in short supply other than just they're a cheap source of protein for, you know, the self-sufficient man, woman and or other. So let's uh, let's get through the rest of this here. Uh, starting back from the beginning, the egg is as powerful in its symbolism as it is potent as a life force. The world egg is a ubiquitous symbol for the egg from which the universe is said to have hatched an idea that appears in creation myths from all parts of the world. The Celts or the Celts, the Hindus, Egyptians, Greeks, Phoenicians, and many more all agree about this idea. The, uh, the form this cosmic hatching takes is variable, though. Often the egg rises from the primeval waters and is incubated from uh by a bird in hindu belief this is the hamsa a goose when it when the egg hatches the yolk and the white become heaven and earth okay so you have the yolk being like the earth the egg white being like the heavens right this is a this is an interesting idea to me is this where they get the cosmic egg theory yes okay yeah uh the shinto which is japanese if i'm not mistaken Tradition says that the universe resembled a giant hen's egg that broke open with the heavier parts becoming the earth and the lighter the heavens. There is also a theory 
that the entire universe is contained in a huge egg that stands upright. This is why you see this in this image right here. Obviously, hell being down here, heaven being up top, uh, serpent protecting the whole thing. The egg is a symbol of new life, and the idea is born out with chocolate eggs at Easter, which is interesting, um, which in itself is a celebration of the pre-Christian fertility goddess Ostre, I think, E-O-S-T-R-E, if anyone wants to look her up, who also gives her name to the hormone estrogen, okay, Eostre estrogen. I think it is actually pronounced, um, shit, uh, Esther. Okay. I think. that That's how I've always heard it pronounced was Esther, and that's how they got Easter and estrogen, but I think it was Esther. I think the O might be silent. I don't know. I'm not a... That's interesting. Not a scholar. It makes sense, too, though. Eostre, Easter, uh, Esther. Yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah, we'll go with that. Uh, Esther. Uh, the subsequent celebration of Christ's death and resurrection meant that the egg kept its significance as a symbol of new life and hope. Archaeologists have found clay eggs in Russian burial sites, reinforcing the belief in the egg as a symbol of immortality and rebirth. In alchemy, the philosopher's egg symbolizes the seed of spiritual life and depicts the place wherein a great transformation takes place. The ancient riddle of what came first, chicken or egg, was deftly, if disappointingly, answered by Angelus Celsius, um, who said the chicken was the egg and the egg was the chicken. So this is like a Buddhist idea. Everything is everything. Gotcha. But there's a lot in there, right? There's a lot of idea that basically says that, I mean, if we're if we're doing a great reset, right? There, there, a- eggs should be in short supply. People should be talking about eggs if this was a situation going on, right? So it's it's very interesting. And again, don't live or die by this description, but yeah. eggs are very important when it comes to you know the whole esoteric uh, idea of life and rebirth and immortality. It's it's interesting to me. So I thought I'd share that just because it relates to our, our recent episode. Yeah. Yeah. That that was good info, man. It, yeah, it's weird, dude. That that whole that whole encyclopedia is really kind of cool, man. So uh let's see here. We'll get into one thing. I always I wondered where they got the cosmic egg theory from. Uh I didn't realize it was kind of based on on that. And when you when you kind of l- l- listen to what you just read or read what you just read. Uh, a lot of this is starting to kind of piece together in, in a weird kind of way, like you're saying, you know, okay, if we're doing a great reset, eggs should be on the table because apparently they, in in these demonic high powers that control the world, eggs are pretty fucking important to them. Yes. Yeah, for sure. I mean, look, here, here's this just to kind of show you, since you mentioned the cosmic egg uh, at least twice now. When it says cosmic egg, it says sea egg. And that's what I was reading from. Right? Okay. So the cosmic egg and the egg itself, like the whole idea of like the esoteric perspective of what an egg is, is the cosmic egg. According to this. Now, this is just one source. Do your own research if you don't agree with it. Or if you do agree with it, I, I would say especially do your research. But yeah, man, that's a, such a good source. I use it anytime. Like, you know, if I hear corn being mentioned or I hear a certain fruit or a certain body part being mentioned, I go and I, I cite that just to see, you know, a, 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 you know, an additional level of symbolism that could be involved there. Now, you taught me something new with uh, with corn. 
I, I listened to day the, the day the music died today. Uh, was oh, thanks. first podcast that I popped in was that one. Cause I wanted to hear it. I didn't get a chance to listen to it on Friday or the weekend. I usually take a break on podcasts. Um, I never knew that they did a corn dolly. Like that was, that was news to me. Like, yeah, that was, was in like, that, okay, yeah. that, that's very interesting. It, how they thought that the previous crop went in the spirit and then they had to plow that into the field. And if they didn't, they beat the corn stalks into the field. I was just like, damn. Yeah, dude. I mean, it, it's uh, a, and, and I, I mentioned in that episode, dude, South park makes a fucking joke about this. Like they, they act like Britney Spears and Miley Cyrus were getting sacrificed. Yeah. And, but by the way of their spiritual sacrifice, not their physical sacrifice, maybe, maybe not, maybe there are clones now, but you know, if, if this is in fact, their real selves, there is uh there's some sort of sacrifice that has to do with the corn harvest and corn is a incredibly versatile crop. It's very important to every society like out yeah. there. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's interesting. Not so they, much um as a food for humans, we do consume it, but there is no actual nutritional value in corn for us, right. but it does have a lot of benefits for, as you referenced in that episode, feeding it to your chickens, feeding it to your livestock. You know, they rely on that because it fattens them up. It help, And when they eat, especially chickens this time of year, if they, they're eating cracked, uh, cracked corn, um, when they eat uh, corn specifically, um, it raises their body temperature even, even more than just regular food. So, you know, it's just one of those kind of like a miracle, I wouldn't say miracle, but magical food for, for animals that it, it has great benefits for them. Yeah, man, it fattens, fattens everything up. I mean, uh, you know, cows, everything, everything eats yeah. this stuff. So, yeah, but they have the cornucopia, you know, they have the uh, fucking, uh, what was this other one? This corn, corn, cornicello, cornicello. I don't know what that is, but it's uh, interesting, man. Yeah, dude, you got to check out all this shit. It's it's incredibly interesting. They do colors. They do everything in this little encyclopedia. So uh, anyway, there was one thing. Let me know if you can still see this. Yes, want to read that for me if you can see this? The, John the... Kerry under investigation for secret meeting with communist China. Did you hear about this, Praise? I did not hear about this. Me neither. I, I think this is incredibly interesting because John Kerry, obviously a total fraud. Um, you know, uh, really acts like he cares about the environment, but takes his private jets everywhere. Love that emoji right there. <laughs> yeah. uh, little face smoking a big fat joint. So it says, uh, finally, the House investigating climate kazoo czar of the secretary of state, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. John Kerry looks like he's been secretly talking with China about the God knows what to this a fumble fuck was also talking with the Paris climate groups and Iran and the Trump administration. So this is uh, this is interesting. I want to see if anything comes from this. I kind of doubt it because this guy is protected, but you are also seeing some dog and pony show where Tulsi Gabbard is involved along with um, shit. It's Wisconsin. Who's the Wisconsin senator? The The one that a lot of people like. Oh, the one that a lot of people like? A lot of, uh, you know, conspiracy people like. Fuck, I don't know. Let me see. Wisconsin. I'm, a, I'm a Wisconsin, ooh, Wisconsin Badgers. Yeah, I'm a, a Wisconsin sports fan, but when it comes to 
Uh, oh, Rob, probably Ron Johnson. It is Ron Johnson. I'm glad that you uh, said that after I pulled it up there. It would have uh, saved me some typing. My fingers are broken now. Also, <laughs> T- Tammy Baldwin, uh, the Democrat one. But yeah, Ron Johnson, Tulsi Gabbard, and one other uh, senator on the GOP side are accusing the federal government of weaponizing said federal government against conservatives. And it's interesting that the very hot, attractive senator, uh, ex, ex-representatives, I, I should say, of Hawaii is coming in there. And, um, you know, obviously she was a Democrat in Hawaii, a representative, kind of siding with the GOP here. I don't know what that means. I got a um, new one for you to look into if you think she's good looking. Who? Uh, I want to say it's uh, the senator out of the 13th District of Florida. That would be a representative, right? Representative, yes. Let's just type in Florida representatives. Florida reps 2022. Let's see. Florida House of Representatives. Uh, Ooh, is it Carolina? No. A big fan of her. 45. Okay. I like a Latina, if we're being honest. It's not her, right? Nope. Uh, okay. What do you say? 13? District 13? That's what I think. Yeah. Yep. There she is on the left, I believe. Where? Her? That's 114. Hey, yeah. Big fan. Uh, Demi, call me because, yeah, you're, you're real nice. <laughs> I, I mean, it, thank you, TikTok, for pointing that out. That, that's the only reason I knew about that. Someone was rating the, the most attractive, uh, GOP leaders or whatever, and she was she made the list, and I had never heard of her. Dude, there's some fire girls coming out of fucking uh, Florida, man. There really is. I mean, uh, Ooh, Dottie. I like Jeff Holcomb. Okay, well, you know that's you. <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. No, you're not. Ooh, Sometimes well, his real you go back up for a second. Me. Sure. Where I kind of dig uh, Miss Lopez there. Really, I mean, I like that hairstyle. The hairstyle, yeah. Right, but yeah, she looked, I mean... Her, you know who she kind of reminds me of is that Rachel Dolezal. Oh, man, she lives in Tucson, dude. Shout out. Oh, is that where she moved to? Rachel Dolezal lives in Tucson, dude, yeah. <laughs> she, I follow her on Instagram. She, She's the one that said that she... She was black. Yeah, she, and, and she's not. It's funny, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, she's having a good time out here, probably getting banged up by quite a few college dudes. And uh, God bless her. You know, uh, it's fun what, what she's doing. But, yeah, man, I, I think she made, cunt. See- she made she made the show cunt after how many years of being out of the news? She did. Yeah, she's a, an influential figure. But, yeah, John Kerry under investigation with secret meetings from communist China. We'll see if anything comes from that. I'm going to stop sharing my screen here for a second because I want to pull something up that I want to get your take on here right away and okay. we can see what does this have to do with anything in New York? No, no. Why did you have something before I move into this? What's I don't have on a clip on it, um, but it has made uh, the news. The FBI raided one of those uh, Chinese police departments uh, oh. over the weekend. I don't know. Yeah. So we'll see if that comes of anything. Okay. Yeah, I doubt it will. If if China's involved, it doesn't seem like anything is going to happen from this. But I want to get your idea on this Operation Crash and Burn. Have you heard of this? Sounds familiar. Okay. 
Uh, it should, because it seems like every QAnon fa- fantasy <laughs> that's out there. And I just, I wish that I didn't say that much already, but I want to get your honest opinion of this. So okay. I'm going to share my screen, listen to it. This is an, uh, the entire thing. This was sent to me by Curious Animus on Instagram. Awesome dude. He sends me stuff all the time. Yes. yes and yeah big shout out so this is no hate on on mr animus <laughs> imagine if his christian name was curious animus he's like yeah we'll, we'll name him curious but because he's an animus yeah um nothing against him this is incredibly interesting to think about i just with the ai technology and all this shit you know where i'm going with this already goes so i mm. I, I already tainted your perspective but i want to well, my my uh, to be fair my my perspective was already tainted Okay, well, let's hear what you think about this. About a minute 30 long clip here. Okay. And we get an ad, of course, but it's silent, so we can talk over it. We got three seconds to go, and here it is. Viewed other places where documents in my, uh, from my time as vice president were stored, and they finished the review last night. They discovered a small number of documents of classified markings and storage areas and file cabinets in my home and my, in my, my my personal library this was done in the case of the biden pen this was done in the case of the biden pen center the department of justice was immediately as was done the department of justice was immediately notified and uh, the lawyers arranged for the department of justice to take possession of the document so you're going to see we're going to see all this unfold i'm confident Thank you very much. Thank you. Hey, how you doing? Good to see you. <laughs> now this is uh, <laughs> what a fucking hey, good to see you. What an absolute fucking idiot! But I hear the um, train coming. Choo choo! Oh, nope, fell off the track. Sorry. The rest of this is an alleged phone call, and this is the part that I have questions about. Okay. Did you gather what that was alleging to be about? Yes. Um, I actually came across these clips as well during a a low period of my life while I was really addicted to TikTok. And I saw these clips. Now, I'm glad that someone brought them to our attention and, and we were able to play them. Complete fake. Yeah. That's what I thought as well. It's it, again yeah. with AI technology. Um, I don't know if you saw that video that I posted of Obama quoting a Chief Keef song, talking about N words killing other N words and so on and so on, and you know N words being true hitters and all this stuff. Okay, yeah. there is very very convincing audio that I could do using any famous person's voice. So uh, yeah, I do not believe this. At all. If I'm if I'm saying like uh you know a zero to one hundred percent, I am negative zero on this. Yeah. I'm 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 very, very I mean there's no chance that that's real. 
I'm not going to sit here and say I'm a expert in lip reading, but I've had hearing damage since my days in the Air Force. So certain tones I can't really hear and pick up well. So over the years, I've always made it a habit. I don't really stare at people in the eyes too much. I usually am focused on their, their mouth and I try to match their speech to their lips and kind of read what they're saying because sometimes they'll my one real good buddy was a soft-spoken mumbler and it used to drive me nuts so he he's the one that i would really focus on that's my sure sign when i see these videos is i watch their lips if i can't see their lips moving clearly a I, I automatically debunk it. If I can see their lips moving clearly and it's not matching the audio the way a normal lip reading should look to pronounce certain words, boom, second red flag. And a lot of these videos, I that that that's what I see. That's why I never cut those clips to to bring on here because I was, oh man, this is good. No, clickbait. It's too good to be true. No one's really talking about it. To me, it, it's it's a sign of fakery. Yeah, yeah, and um, and no offense to Curious Animus, not uh, at all, dude. I I I really like the stuff that he sends me. He sends a lot of good stuff, but I I do think that you know you and I and a lot of conspiracy podcasting people and and whatnot have become very cynical, right? Like, and because this this community has done a really good job, and there's certain people out there that do it where they're they're eating their own, right? It's just like the liberals do; they're eating their own. And they say, why are you, why are you making money doing your show? You know, we know these fucking types, right? That, that, you know, they're just out here trying to fuck with yeah. people. And instead of, you know, criticizing big banks and big grocery stores and IRS agents and all these things, they're criticizing podcasters that are mm -hmm. trying to pay mortgage with their work, right? Or step up their equipment. Right. So that's the thing is, uh, you know, a lot of people have become cynical because of this. And I think that, you know, these people, I don't think they'll have podcasts in two years, to be honest, if no. I'm being 100% honest. But that's beside the point. We're we're cynical and we, we don't want to have fun anymore. We want to just get the facts out. Man, some of this has to be fun. And I enjoy looking at information like that thinking for a second, entertaining the idea that in this comic book world that we live in, that could be a possibility that there oh, is yeah. the president of the United States calling his crackhead son, which that alone is a comic book plot, <laughs> calling his crackhead son and saying, hey, crash and burns a go. You know, he, that's, use the that's, red phone. Call Barack. And Michelle. Yeah, use the red phone. <laughs> exactly. So it's fun. So never let that go. Anyone that's out there that's a conspiracy theorist, entertain yeah. that more fantastical shit because it makes life fun. Uh, if you can't laugh at what's going on around you, then I don't. Uh, you're you're already fucking retarded. And and you know I don't know. That, but, that's a mo motto of my life. Uh, if I can't have fun in my daily routine, I'm a happy low, go go lucky type of guy all the time. You know what I mean? It's hard for me to sit down sometimes and have a real serious conversation because i mean you see it at the tavern we could be on a serious conversation and i'm going to insert a stupid fucking joke because that's just the way i am i bring some fucking humor to it you know what i mean it, that life needs that and we, we kind of touched on it last week if you're not having fun man and not making any light of some of this shit get the fuck out of the way yeah 
Yeah, a lot of people think that they're bringing the truth to the fucking highest levels of society, and and they've got five hundred fucking listeners. Uh, right. You know. So, that. with that being said, let's move into something else that I think is misinformation. Okay, the Super Bowl final score of the Super Bowl is supposed to be Chiefs thirty four. Eagles 37, okay? Now, mm. these are the same people that were telling you that definitively the Bills were going to win the Super Bowl, not only because they had a great team. They had a phenomenal team this year. They but did. because DeMar Hamlin suffered a heart attack, and he's 100% a clone right now, okay? All these same people are giving you this fake information. Now, for the record, Ghost, don't get me confused here. I am going to sprinkle maybe a little $10 on the exact score of the Super Bowl being 34-37, just because that's out there. Okay? Do it. I absolutely will. You don't got to tell me twice, buddy, because the $10 on that exact score, that'll probably get me $1,000 or $1,500. So I will be sprinkling that Chiefs 34, Eagles 37. Okay? But I'm also already confident that the Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. They're a very good team. Jalen Hurts is fucking fantastic. I mean, this guy came out of nowhere. Patrick Mahomes, well known to be phenomenal. Okay, I can't stand listening to Mahomes talk. He sounds uh, like he has a fucking frog in his his throat. Yeah, he seems like he's constantly sick. His brother is such a fucking cunt. Uh, maybe his his brother will be cunt of the week by the end of the episode. Oh, maybe his brother's a bitch. He like literally danced. <laughs> well, I should say figuratively danced on the grave of a dead uh, ex Chiefs player because they were honoring a dead Hall of Fame Chiefs player and this fucking faggot brother of Patrick Mahomes was out there like doing the crip walk or some shit. It was cringy. Um, you know, yeah, Patrick Mahomes a little fucking retarded. Yeah, his girlfriend's ugly as shit. Uh I've got a fatter ass than she does. It's really nasty. Uh the, <laughs> it looks like she's she's got the the physique of a twelve year old boy. It's gross. Oh. You know, I'm not I'm not saying anyone's a pedophile here whatsoever, but it's just strange when you got that much money and you're dating a toothpick or married to a toothpick. Rather, look at these stats here, and these are provable. Uh, The Chiefs this year and the Eagles this year. I'll start with the Chiefs. 16 and three overall record, 546 points scored, six all pros, including a Kelsey brother and their quarterback, AFC's number one seed. Now let's move to the Eagles. See if you can spot a difference. 16 and three overall record. 546 points scored, six all pros, including a Kelsey brother and their quarterback, and NFC's number one seed. The only difference there is the NFC's number one seed. They both have 16 and three. They both have 546 points. They both have a Kelsey on the team that are both brothers, and their quarterbacks are all pros, both teams having a total of six all pros that played in this really dumb shit that was recorded yesterday. I didn't even oh, watch it. God. Yeah, I remember the days when we used to joke around about the Pro Bowl is going to be, they might as well just make it flag football. Well, they fucking did. Well, they, they did that, they and they also did, did like a showing of force almost. It was like, uh, let's do some O-line drills. No one cares about that. So, yeah. you know, we've reached full retard here with the NFL. Yeah, the Pro they Bowl have, used to mean something. I mean, it was fun. It was always yeah. fun. I think the last year, dude, that it meant something was when Kobe died. Right? Probably, yeah. It seemed like it. Not that, obviously, uh, <laughs> imagine me being like, you know, Kobe Bryant, the best quarterback of all time. You know what I mean? Just a, just a phenomenal, phenomenal football player. Uh, obviously, not the case. But it, it would just be funny if someone was out there with that. But I don't know if you remembered when, when the AFC, NFC, it was like, I think the NFC won. And the scores in Gematria added up to Kobe death. Do you remember that? 
Oh, shit. No, I don't remember that. Yeah, in 2020, right when the... Well, when did he crash? When did Kobe Bryant's plane crash? Uh, Probably 19 or... Probably 19 or 20. Probably 20. I, I would have to say 2020. Because... Yeah, 2020, okay. So right Rona. before COVID rolls out, okay? So there's this really interesting situation. Now let's look at the Pro Bowl score in 2020. Pro Bowl... 2020. And I swear to God, too, if I hear one other person called a Super Bowl the superb owl, I'm going to lose my fucking shit because it is so stupid <laughs> when people call it the superb owl. It's fucking annoying to me. It's like people that don't even watch Super Bowl. They're like, oh, yeah, it's called the superb owl. They've called bowl games bowl games since before the fucking Super Bowl was a thing. Yeah. So it's it's so stupid. These people that are saying the superb owl couldn't name fucking five football players that are playing today. And uh, let's see what the score was here. And probably still uh, include fluoride in their uh, their their diet. Right. <laughs> Just saying. So the, the score was 33 to 38. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, let's look this up in the Gematria calculator. Okay. Gematria. This stuff fascinates me. Like, I don't know how I, I fully stand or feel about Gematria. Right. Sometimes it's cool. And then other times I'm just like, it seems like it's reaching. If that makes sense. Yeah, man. No, I, I, I hear you. Um, it's definitely okay. So Kobe in simple Gematria is 33. Okay. Okay. So you see that 33 and then Kobe in simple Gematria 33. Now we'll do it's either death or died will be 38 in simple. There we go. Death 38, 38 Kobe death. That wow. was just a couple days. I think this was actually the day he died. The date was the 26th and then we'll go. We'll go back to Kobe's Kobe's death. Let's see. You said it was the 26th, right? You remember? The, the day he died? No, the 26th was the day where it says Kobe death, right? So oh, Kobe yeah, yeah. 33, yep. death 38. The date is the 26th of January. We'll type in Kobe Bryant just to confirm when he died, it will be the 26th. Look at that. 26th of 2020 the same year the pro bowl 33 to 38 says kobe death and kobe sure as shit died with his daughter in a helicopter crash that day so let's uh what was this year's score this year's score was probably zero to zero because winning is offensive let me see true uh pro bowl pro bowl 2023 uh, did, 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 did. anyone know out there? Message in. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm not seeing any score. Yeah, maybe if you want to look it up on your phone real quick, um, just Pro Bowl 2023 score. Um, because sometimes it's easier to find it on a computer or on a phone rather than a computer. I don't even know if they were keeping score, dude. It was fucking flag football, so kind of weird. But um, I'm seeing right here right away. Twenty-one fifteen. Okay, uh, I have to thirty-five thirty-three. Thirty-five thirty-three. Okay, so thirty-three's got to be in there. 
Yeah, man. I I mean, what a hell of a coincidence, though, right? In Simba Gematria, you get 33-38. Um, I don't know. I, it, it's definitely strange. So we'll see. But yeah, there's there's always some fuck shit going on. We just had the Grammys last night. Or yeah, wow, what a fucking shit show and fucking hail to Lucifer that was. I mean, all this shit is, man. I, you know, I posted something on Instagram of fucking Barack Twinkle Toes Obama in you know, uh, really sexy getup that was Lucifer themed, right? And mm-hmm. as you can see here, and we might as well read this because it is funny, but that is clearly Obama. I mean, it's very, very clearly yeah. Obama. There's, there's no hiding it. That, that is him. We're in a nice getup, uh, you know, sparkly and all that. Wasn't that, stuff. that at uh, Bohemian Grove uh, cremation of care? I don't know, dude. But I posted this after. Um, Donald Trump pictured with his two biggest campaign donors, Satan and an alien. And let's see if this gets fact checked <laughs> because, you know, I, I don't think it will. It no. hasn't yet, but let's see if it does get fact checked. Let me read this to you, dude, because it, it is, uh, it is interesting here. What dude, you got a picture of a raccoon shooting a fucking machine gun. I love it. Yeah. Well, this is from our show, right? Did you by my idea of the five raccoons, <laughs> I think, are more deadly than a bear that weighs the same amount as you. I'm not saying either one is a fun, easy fight. This was the thing that, that you, uh, someone sent in to you. A listener yes. of Cunt sent this in to you talking about, you know, hey, you know, raccoons. I want to know, know why I don't see a lot of your posts. Like, you said you posted something about, remember when you went on the walk and those dogs started following you? Yeah, yeah. Never showed up. I even went on your, your feed. Wasn't even there. Well, I'm I'm shadow banned, dude. I mean, this is the it, it, it's how it goes. I'm sure you're shadow banned as well. A True. lot of people are. Um, and I I wear it as a badge of honor. I don't really care. But let me read this to you. Um, because uh, you know when I got fact checked about this Obama shit, this little bitch, her name is Ciara O'Rourke, wrote this article on the twenty seventh of january last year or this year i'm sorry 2023 um if your time is short this isn't a picture of uh former president barack obama so that's the cliff note version of this article but she goes on to fact check my article saying get thee behind me fake news about former president barack obama dressed as satan an old allegation about the 44th president is recirculating on social media. A screenshot of a blog that has previously peddled false and misleading claims shows an image of a man in a silver headdress with a mask and horns as and this headline, quote, leaked image of Barack Obama dressed as Satan goes viral. Uh, text above the screenshot says pictures of Barack Obama dressed up as Baphomet, parentheses Lucifer, says... Uh, it has been photometrically authenticated. So they're not saying that this has not been photometrically authenticated. They're just saying that that's not Obama, but they don't name who it is or whatever. An Instagram post sharing this image was flagged as part of Facebook's efforts to combat false news and misinformation on its news feed. And that's it. Oh, no, actually, it's not it. The story is from 2018 and juxtaposes the photo of a person in the headdress with a photo of Obama, quote, side by side, the person dressed as Satan looks just like Obama, the caption says. Although the claims have been, quote, photometrically authenticated that the person in the headdress is Obama 
the basis of the storyline is speculation, even though it clearly is Obama. They're not saying this is CGI. They're not saying it's a fucking lookalike. They're just saying that, hey, that's not Obama. That's all that they're saying. Okay. Now, Snopes is on the case. Oh, Snopes, you know, they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're never lying to you, right? No. Snopes, Snopes dug into this case in 2018 and found other photos taken of this person in the headdress. We rate this claim as pants on fire. This is the falsest of false. This goes beyond false information. This is pants on fire information, according to Ciara O'Rourke. Um, man, what a bitch. What a fucking lying <laughs> bitch. How much are you getting paid, you little cunt, to lie about this shit? You know who my cunt of the week is? Sarah O'Rourke. I'll save it for the cunt segment. But yes, right. we'll see. We'll see. You might have a so, hint there. I want I want I want to take a minute to uh take it back to something that we said we kind of wanted to do uh talk about like a movie that we seen this week. I got to I got to hand it to you man. You you told me about watching The Conspiracy. Hands down fucking awesome. And I after watching it, I had to fucking wear your shirt today in honor and memory of that and wow. I, I don't know if is the Tarsus Club a, a real thing or was that their play on Bohemian Grove? I think that was their play on Bohemian Grove because okay. if you if you listen to like that photographer talking about the Tarsus Club meetings, it sounds a hell of a lot like Bohemian yeah. Grove. But they also do mention Bohemian Grove in the movie, right? right? That, that's why I asked because I was like, well, could this be I, I, something I never really looked into or heard of? But it could could be. I mean, Tarsus, Taurus, Bull. Worship of the cow. Then you take that back to, you know, Moses coming down. They were worshiping the bull again. And and I don't know. My mind just started going, woo, <laughs> as it was making carry. It's a, it's a great, great movie. And yeah, I have uh, on my Patreon, I have a list of movies that conspiracy theorists should see. And they're mostly horror themed movies, mostly like mockumentaries, as they're called, fake documentaries. Mm -hmm. And they're just awesome, dude. Like that one, the Banshee chapter, Lunopolis, which I told you about. Yep. They're just fun movies. And like I could see someone coming out there and being like, dude, this is all fake. Yeah, it's supposed to be fun. They're they're movies, you right. fucking asshole. You watch so, yeah. a movie to be entertained. Yeah, just like you fucking watch a podcast. And yeah, you get some yeah. good information from podcasts, but you know, these aren't meant to be taken as gospel, dude. And when when people try try to start telling you that all their information is 100% accurate. That's when you got to be skeptical. Oh, hell yeah. Do not ever take what I say as gospel. Do your own research. I hear so much shit and remember certain information that I've come across over my 45 years of being alive that sometimes I might misconstrue what I think I'm trying to relate and, and mixing it with something else. So you know, my wife says, hey, you're a walking ball of useless knowledge. Sometimes that knowledge does come into play. However, sometimes I get confused because unlike what Ryan wants to say, I am half retarded. So. Well, it's OK. Yeah. You know, uh, we will yeah. try. But, you yeah, know, I hit my head a couple times. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I've been real, obviously, really interested in MMA uh, mm -hmm. for the last couple of years. And I was really into it when I was in middle school. I was really into it in high school. And then I kind of fell out of it because I couldn't, you know, my, my dad and his friends weren't 
taking me to restaurants to watch the pay-per-views and they weren't buying the pay-per-views themselves. So, you know, there's that period in your early 20s where you're broke as fuck and you're not able to buy the pay-per-views, right? Right. So I got out of it. I got back into it and I'm looking at all the media from a the MMA media from a conspiratorial perspective. Dude, every single one of these media personalities want to be the authority on what they're talking about. Doesn't matter if it's MMA, doesn't matter if it's football or basketball or whatever. Look at every single media outlet as they're lying to you. Every time that you hear information, you have to ask yourself, who benefits from me knowing this information and who benefits from me asking these questions that this media outlet is pushing on to me? Because nine times out of 10, or even more than that, really 10 times out of 10, that media outlet that is pushing that information out there and making you ask those questions, they're going to benefit from you asking said questions, right? Every single time there is some something that they have to gain by by trying to sway your opinion. And this is the only reason that they're swaying your opinion. So once you can get past that and once you can realize that that they're giving you information that they want you to know, then then I think that you're already ahead of the game because a lot of people don't even realize that, man. Right. And you can actually apply that to your job, to your boss, to coworkers. Why are they giving you certain directions or information about XYZ? What's the what what ulterior motive could there be? And when you start realizing that, not only with news or in your personal life, it starts to become very clear real quick who's trying to manipulate you into doing or thinking a certain way. And once you figure that out, well, then you can start fucking with them because you already know their game plan and you can flip it, flip it around and reverse it as Missy Elliott says. Yeah. A big fan, big fan. And, and I will make this so that it's not just about, uh, you know, cause I'm sure that there's some cynical person out there listening. That's like, well, yeah, everyone except you guys. Right. No, no, dude, I'm putting this information out because I want Patreon subscribers. That's why I do my information. That's why I do my research. That's why I'm recording almost every day. I want Patreon subscribers. I want people to support my work and all that shit, right? Absolutely. Um, I do care about the future of this country for sure, right? I care because, you know, even though I'm not going to be around forever, my sister might have kids one day. I might have kids one day. Shit, I don't know. And then they might have kids one day, and I want them to live in a better place. And I don't ever expect any of us to be upper class, like that 1%. That's always going to be okay. But I expect them, I I expect myself to be upper middle class. I expect my my family to be upper middle class. But that upper middle class is never really cared about that much. They're just doing just enough to get by. So I want this country to support the upper middle class and the middle class and even the fucking lower class, man. So, yeah, first and foremost, I'm trying to get more attention to my show. That's why I try and put information out. And then I also want the country to do well, because, you know, if it's if it goes to hell in a handbasket, nobody is fucking taken care of here. I don't give a shit about China. I really don't give a shit about Mexico. I don't give a shit about Canada either. I give a shit about the country here first and then my state. And then my fucking city and then my goddamn neighborhood is what I care about in that order. Right. I hear you. (laughs) Yeah, man. It's just nuts, dude. So I do do have some good news for you, though. I think you might be able to live forever where you're at. Um, I 
brought this to your attention months and months ago. I, I saw it on Discovery Plus. Apparently, Tucson has a vampire population. You did mention that to me. Do you want to elaborate on this? Do you have any information on, on here? Uh, yeah, you'd have to go download Discovery Plus, go to their, uh, I don't know, paranormal, I believe, paranormal and haunting section. And if you scroll, scroll down through there, eventually you'll come across a documentary or whatever show that they decided they wanted to put out. Uh, it, uh called vampires in Tucson or vampires in Arizona or something like that. And they made a, but it it was one of those shows that you're like, well, I guess it could possibly be a thing, but uh, yeah. Uh, At the end of the day, you walk away and you're like, never seen a vampire and I probably never will, but Hey, there's people out there that believe in them. So I'm not going to knock them. I believe in Bigfoot. So, Hey, I've said it time and time again. If I could be a vampire, fuck yeah, I'd do it in a heartbeat. Dude, you want a fun movie? It's called Monsters, I think. Not Monsters, Inc., but I think Monsters is what it's called. And these guys um, get all their resources together, and they interview a skinwalker, a werewolf, and a vampire. And it's all fake. It's a mockumentary, right? But it's... It's fucking cool, dude. Yeah, yeah. They interview, like, these people, and then, like, they shapeshift and do all this crazy shit later. But it's dope. So, yeah, man, anyone want any fucking movie recommendations, especially horror, just hit me up. <laughs> I will. The funny thing is, uh, I, I, I know we, we kind of skipped over. We normally talk about food in, a little bit. I made curry yesterday, which was inspired by you, which then me making it brainwashed you back into wanting to make it as well. Right. And my wife loved it. She'd never had curry before. She goes, wow, this is great. She's like, and I, I made the, the the nan bread, non bread, whatever you call it. And she's like, wow, you made this? I'm like, yeah, you walked by me while I had flour going all over the fucking kitchen. Yeah. And she's like, this is delicious. I said, well, Ryan's really inspired me to kind of challenge myself in certain areas where I used to really think certain types of dishes could were a little too difficult to make. Right. She goes, oh, so this is Mexican. <laughs> no, it's fucking Indian. It's cutty. It's cutty. She's like, I'll give you a 20 out of 10. Nice. Nice. And you made red curry. I made red curry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I made red curry and butter chicken yesterday. Um, I we made a actually... mixture of both, I guess okay. you could say. So mine was more, it came out more orange, like turmeric. Um, but I put like a half a stick of butter in there as well. Right, right, right. Well, so, that's not necessarily butter chicken. The butter yeah. chicken's got a lot more to it than just butter. But yeah, dude, right. that sounds good. It sounds delicious. You made yours from scratch. I bought mine. Uh, I just bought some some packets of seasoning and shit because we got those here. But yeah, dude, it's uh, it's fun, man, to try and challenge yourself. The non bread was something new. Oh, I think every, everyone should get it. out there and push themselves in the kitchen, dude, because it is fun, especially if you drink a little bit. Have some drinks, fucking make some, make a new dish that is like weird or foreign to you. Hell yeah. Have a fucking good time. And then you might get some puss or some dick, depending on what you like. Yeah, you could. In my case, I got zero of both. Um, but okay. the dogs gave me a kiss on the cheek. So that, that that's good. I know they love me. Um, I okay. will say that non-bread, I do want to make that again and make some euros. No, buddy, you got to put cheese in there. You got to put the uh, the 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 get the laughing cow cheese, whip it up to a frenzy, 
and then put a little bit of that inside of your naan bread. It's delicious. Ooh. Yeah, it's real nice. I'll so. have to try that next time. Yeah, yeah. We made some tacos the other day too. We're always cooking over here. It's a it's a real real cook heavy house here. But um, I have. Let's see. Should I have, we get into I, some clips? Yeah, I have one more um, that I want to share here, and then I'm gonna have to take a piss. That is fine. You can take a pee. You can hold Mister, introduce Mister Thick Dick to urinal cake if you want. I'm not gonna judge you. It's not very thick. Uh, let's see. All right, here we go. Mr. Long John. No, excuse me. It's it's very thick. It's not super long. Gotcha. Yeah, here we go. Let's see if we can... Hopefully it's the right one. No, it's not. Where? What's going on here? Oh, no. Oh, no, I didn't hear anything. Here we go. Hey, cunts. Just thought I would call in and... I uh, had told Ryan earlier this week that I would call and um, leave you cunts a message. But I have many topics to, uh, I'm really interested in hearing you guys talk about, but let's start with RH negative individuals. I've heard you reference them sometimes, and I happen to be one of those. I'm RH negative, and um, actually my blood type is what 2% of the population of the world actually has. I always had a really kind of strange life, but uh, it's very interesting to me. And, and I've scoured lots of podcasts, and it just seems to be like something that people don't really want to touch or talk about. So maybe you two can look into that and see what you think that means. Or maybe it means nothing. It's just too hard for me to ignore. Let me know what you think. Thanks. I- well, I love that question. That is right up my paranormal type alley. I'm going to take a gander that you probably have some paranormal or weird type of activity that has gone on most of your life. I, however, am not RH negative. Um, I'm AB positive, but I've been, I'm an empath, so I've been plagued with weird shit my whole life, and Possibly had an encounter with a skinwalker at one point, to which most people don't walk away from. Um, I see shadow entities go by all the time. Like, I think there's something moving. I don't do drugs. I, I drink some beer now, you know, when I get off work. I've never been a heavy drug user. I smoked pot back in the day. Um, tried mushrooms once, you know what I mean? Like, nothing serious. RH negative blood is very fascinating to me. I, I have a co-worker that has RH negative uh, blood. He has a lot of weird uh, experiences and stuff that he's seen in his life, whether it's uh, weird lights in the sky, paranormal stuff, just just odd, just to the point where it's like, anything weird going on over there? Well, every, there's weird shit going on all the time, uh, you know, with him. Uh, just the other day, his wife was putting away dishes out of the dishwasher and she reached up, she put some plates or something in the one cupboard, closed it, turned around to say something to him and he's staring at her and the cupboard with uh, the cups opened up very forcefully, not in an aggressive way, but it just opened up like, Hey, I'm trying, something's here. I'm trying to help you. And it, it like kind of freaked her out, but 
don't know the the RH negative, uh, the the fact that you guys don't. It's very rare that you get COVID, uh, although it it did happen. Uh, but you guys have more in line with uh, a blue crab. Uh, I forget exactly where ours is iron based and yours is more. I want to. It's I want. I always go to copper, but I don't think it's copper based. It's uh fuck. We'll find it here uh, shortly. I, I'm sure, but it, it it's a fascinating thing. And like you said, two percent of the population or in the world have Rh negative blood, and those people have the most paranormal experiences. They either have UFO experiences, Bigfoot experiences. You know, name your cryptid experience and life's just kind of different but you walk through life being that way all the time it's normal and i don't know what are your thoughts there rye dog yeah man i uh i I do think it's very interesting the way that the the that these people seem to have completely different experiences from all other blood types right i mean uh do you know off the top of your head what the most common is is it O positive uh, the most common blood type. Yeah. Uh, it would not, it would not be any one of the O's. Okay. I want to say probably A or B positive. Maybe. Most so, common blood type is O positive. Oh, is it? Uh, the next in line are A plus B plus and AB negative with percentages approximately 28.3 for A hmm. uh, hmm. plus B being 20.6. And uh, AB negative being 5.1. So, yeah, the most common blood type in humans is O plus. Okay. Um, I don't know how I knew that. that. O O negative. Because O negative is pretty rare. Okay. So, yeah, sometimes I remember really stupid things like that that are just useless. But Must be a Pisces thing. Right, right. Okay, let's see. RH negative. Um which isn't even listed on on the blood wheel, right? Like a, a, when you look at like a pie chart. Yeah, it's not it's not commonly talked about. It's usually found in in blood types with O negative, though. Okay. Um, Rh Rock- fa- Rh factor is an inherited protein found in the surface of red blood cells, and your blood has the protein. If you're Rh positive. Uh, if your blood doesn't have the protein, you're Rh negative. Okay, so there's a certain lack of protein in this Rh negative blood. I'm not going to act like I know a goddamn thing about this, but it is pretty Wagyu interesting. Beef. Wagyu beef, you say? Yeah, and given a little callback to the egg theory and uh, egg extravaganza or whatever you named it. Yeah, egg apocalypse. Egg apocalypse. Uh, yeah, I'm not seeing anything where it's different from being iron-based versus something else. It would make sense that there is a different... Uh, this is where I wish Ron from New England could call in, because he, he's actually pretty knowledgeable on it. He's he's uh, RH negative. Um, he talks a decent about a bit about it every now and again on his show, uh, The Wicked yeah. Planet. But, Shout uh, out. Shout out. Yeah, man, I don't, uh, I don't see anything that's differing it, like... And maybe that's why level. people don't really talk about it much because there's not much re- information out there to look into it. 
other than I'm just you know, you know searching I mean? the main web here too. Yeah. I'm not I'm not searching anything too crazy, but yeah, they are showing that like the RH factor, RH positive seems to have these spike protein little things, and then RH negative does not have those spike proteins. So maybe that's why RH negative people aren't getting so much COVID because the spike protein uh, can't really attach to their blood. Can you look up uh, what blood type uh, a blue crab has, or what blood a blue crab has? What blood a blue crab has? Yes. Blood type of blue crab. Let's see. Uh, Hemocyanin. Uh, Horseshoe crabs are bled in the PBS documentary Crash. These anthropods uh, blood uses a different protein called hemocyanin uh, to bind oxygen. Because that binding process involves an atom of copper. There you go. Copper. So, so I was right when I said copper. Rather than iron. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, most people with RH negative need to consume a lot more red meat to get their iron. Interesting. Interesting. I like that. Yeah. All well, random things that I've listened to on many different podcasts and and information that I've I've dug into over the years. Yeah, I mean, you know, here I am thinking that you're just totally full of shit, and you're just really coming through there. Good job. You're welcome. I'm glad you. Th- I, I'm glad you uh, don't have faith in, in in your your partner here. Only in well, the bedroom. I'm just realistic. You know what I mean? I uh, well, so let's let's get through one more thing here, and then I want to show you something that's interesting coming up with this UFC fight. Uh, I don't know if you had anything that you wanted to get into after I'm done here. I have a. a, a- Maybe one or two things that uh, the listeners sent in on my side. Okay. I know a lot of people loved uh, the song I put to my my story about sending in questions, but <coughs> for whatever yeah. reason, did not did not submit questions. They're like, love the song. I'm like, oh, thanks. Well, you know, yeah, sometimes people just really don't understand what we're asking for here, and that's okay. Uh, man, I forgot to show... Oh man, I'm gonna see. Can you see this? Let me see if this shows up here. And this is just for listeners here. Can you see that? Lego Chinese spy balloon. Nice. Isn't that awesome. It's a Lego set of the Chinese spy balloon. Wow. Isn't that great? It's from Worst Buy. It's not a real product, but these people just mock up products and yeah. like they make all kinds of fake shit. It's the uh, commemorative Lego Chinese spy balloon, ages six and up, 176 pieces, and it includes a concerned citizen. So it's kind of cool. <laughs> a redneck from Georgia? I don't know, dude. I thought it was so awesome, though. And uh, shout out to that awesome page, Worst Buy versus Best Buy. But yeah, here is the MVP of the show, really. Nate from Reality Zars. Sending yes, in. He, is. He, he needs to be the first guest uh contributor uh when we we step into that he needs to be the first one i would we call that a co-host in the biz yeah yeah a co-host right for for, for an episode to feel let him give his opinions on on some uh questions that are sent in i would have to probably put i think catalyst jones in as I wouldn't say a strong second, but he you, there for a while was sending in really good information. Now he he did say he's he's slacked off, 
and wanted to send some in, but he, you know, he's busy. He's got some stuff going on, but you know, he brought, uh, that fucking weird shit with the biological humanoids or whatever the fuck they were. Yeah. Organic robotoids. We call organic them. robotoids. Yeah. So that, that good shit, but I got to give Nate, Nate shout out, man. Yeah. Every single around. week, the guy's coming through. If more people were like the reality czars and specifically Nate, uh, who they just got a new co-host, Thomas from Paranoid American is a co-host of that show now. Yes. Which will be coming um, on my show shortly. Yeah, dude, he's fucking great, man. I, that That's just a great show and a, a great team of dudes. But, uh, I mean, what Nate does is he just, like, finds something and just, like, on a whim just sends it in. He does. He goes above and beyond, and he sends an article to accompany it. But it doesn't take that much work. Record yourself for 30 goddamn seconds and say, hey, this is interesting. What do you think about it? It's not like, you know, if we think it's bullshit, we'll say it's bullshit. But we're not going to sit here and be like, man, go and and dislike everything that this person's doing here if we disagree with it. But here it is. Here's Nate with something very interesting and kind of funny as usual. Here we go. What's up, cunts? It's Nate. I've got a funny one for you. So there's this suburban school worker. She was the lunch lady. And uh, this bitch, they put her in charge of ordering. So she started ordering fucking chicken wings and doing what with them? We have no goddamn idea. But in like two years, she ordered and stole $1.5 million worth of chicken wings. This bitch would order them. She would take the school van, go pick them up, and then, I don't know, fucking feast? Anyways... Normally, I don't like stealing, but this is all public money. This is all funny money. This is government money. So I say steal away. This bitch did nothing wrong. Let's go eat some chicken wings. Fuck the government. Cheers, bros. <laughs> Nate, uh, <laughs> I, out of all the things that Nate said there, I disagree with one thing. This woman is not a bitch. This woman is a Nubian queen. She is a black lady. Very, very queen-like gestures that she's doing. From what I understand, she was taking this $1.5 million in chicken wings over the past two years and giving them out throughout the fucking neighborhood and the community. So she she's a modern-day Robin Hood. She's a modern-day uh, Mother Teresa minus the rape and the watching and the fascination and the fetishization of people dying in front of her. That, that's kind of why I went with Robin Hood. Right. It's It's incredibly noble what this woman is doing if she has a gofundme for her legal defense i'm donating quite a bit okay yeah. and quite a bit to me is 100 bucks and <laughs> let's be real i i'm not that wealthy but if there is a legal fund someone send this to me and i will blast this out every single episode because man this woman does not deserve to get in trouble fuck the public school system first yes. of all fuck the government like nate said i don't think that many people here listening disagree with that and, uh, man, if you're going to give out chicken wings, give them to these poor people. Black people love chicken wings. Give Ooh. them to these people. Ouch. They have, good. Am I saying anything false? I mean, white people love them, too, but I'm saying black people. I, d show me a black person that doesn't like chicken wings, and I'll say, okay, I'm sorry. Okay. You make a fair point, which is a good segue into into a, an article that, that I came across that I could not... I couldn't download a proper clip because it was people talking over, but apparently there's a school and I forget which state it was decided for the first day of black history month to not serve what they had on the menu and serve chicken and waffles with watermelon. 
And hey, did any of these black people complain? Because if I was a yes. white person going, they did. What a they did. What a some, bunch some, of bitch. some little girl did. What a little cunt she is. Okay, what's her name? Because she might be cunt of the week. That I, I I don't know. She was like I don't know. She, she's very underage. Like maybe in her. I don't even know if she was eleven. She might have been ten or eleven. You know, cunt of I mean? the week does not age discriminate. We're not I know, but here. I, if, I, if, I, if, I don't remember her name, but I was just like. I think I would have re if I was the school system, I don't think I would have served that for black history month. You know what I mean? That's yeah, the I wouldn't oldest be racist fucking tagline. Oh, fried chicken and watermelon. Like, what, uh, so let me, let me say this. If I was a school system, I would not serve that for the first day of black history month. But if I was doing a tailgate, I would absolutely do this because we're grown adults here. Hey, I know I know what food I like. I like me some fried chicken. I love fucking chicken wings. I love collard greens. And I, are I, you black? Because I mean it's just kind of a thing that a lot of people like. Yeah, I like good fucking food. I don't care what fucking culture. Food. Yes. What whatever culture makes it, whether it's African American, white American, Spanish American, then you get into Cajun weird wherever they come from Americans or you branch out across the fucking world. We made Indian food. You made Indian food. Love Indian food. Hate the accent. Love the food. Yes. But hey, I'm not going to hold your accent against your food. If it's good, I'm fucking chowing down. I'm going right. to fucking chow down and eat like a fat boy. Right. Yeah. Uh, there, there was actually a thing on uh, on Joe. It was a Joe Rogan clip. And there was a, a black dude on there. And he hated the idea of being called an African-American as a black person. There was a significant amount of the black population that don't like being called African-American. No, because there's a decent amount of said black population that don't think that they came from Africa in any way, shape or form. They'll sit there and call fucking Jamaicans African-Americans. Look at Kamala Harris. (laughs) Right. Not African-American. She is Jamaican and Indian. Right. American. So how offensive is that if you've got the the skin color of a certain country that we think, right? And you don't even come from that country. You come from like the fucking, uh, you know, like I said, like the, the Caribbean or whatever, right? And then they're sitting there and they're calling you black or they're calling you African-American instead, right? right? Black is, is, I think, the that's how I've always referred to what most people call African-Americans. I've never used that term in an honest way. I've never said African-American because right. I think that is disrespectful and this guy who is black he was saying no man black people were here black people lived in the u.s and they were natives like what you think of as native americans they weren't just indians with the the feather indians they were black they were all kinds of dark you know melanated people that lived here but then they had to create this entire story for the future because we know that these people think so far into the future and they were saying, like, no, the, these people were brought over in, in, you know, slave ships in mass and all this shit. And this dude, this black guy was telling Joe Rogan, that's not economically sound. That doesn't make any sense. Mm-mm. There's already black people here. Why are you going to bring labor workers over across the fucking Atlantic Ocean? And you're going to lose half your stock. If you're treating these people like animals, you're going to lose half your stock from this ship ride. When there's already these people here, that doesn't make any sense. Think about it logically. 
And then Joe Rogan, because he's sponsored by 23andMe, he says, well, if you do a 23andMe and then the black guy cuts him off, he's like, man, fuck 23andMe. Nice. All that shit is fake. And it was so great. I want to find the episode. If anyone knows the black dude that was on Joe Rogan's show that said that, please let me know, because I I, I I don't listen to Joe Rogan. I think he's fucking totally full of shit. But um, that would be an interesting episode to listen to, because that guy was was, you know, speaking some truth it seemed like and he seemed like he was totally just annoyed of joe rogan's politically correct bullshit oh absolutely as, as crazy as joe rogan acts he's a hundred percent in line with what the fucking government wants him to be doing otherwise this guy wouldn't fucking be alive man so think about that Here, here's a news flash for you guys i'm a uh i am a shareholder of the green bay packers aaron Rodgers love aaron Rodgers. I never went and listened to him on Joe Rogan because I don't want to support Joe Rogan. That's that's just me. I've never liked him in in that content. I just always thought he was eh, fake, vanilla. That's, yeah, he, come on, you know, whatever. But that's just me. I, you do you, boo. If you want to listen to him, go ahead. I'm not going to tell you not to listen to to some of these people because you have the freedom of choice to listen to whoever you want. He just never, he never got me hard. Well, you know, that's good. I, yeah. I don't know how to trying to keep a segue, coming. but yeah, <laughs> man, <laughs> it is interesting. Let me see what else we got here. If I have anything else. Um, also, um, you know, I don't think I mentioned the woman that we heard talking there, the the very nice lady, she, her name is Gina, and she had a pet raccoon. So I didn't play her raccoon clip because she's going against what I say about how dangerous raccoons are. But uh, yeah, well, her. Uh, I I think we should give fair and balanced on cunt. Yeah, she. Well, I'll play it for you here if I can find her. Uh, but she was saying basically that yeah, raccoons are super sweet she's leaving out one key word domesticated domesticated raccoons are nice a domesticated bear is pretty sweet too yeah. seen uh seen a lot of bears in movies and those aren't gonna rip your throat out no but, but they uh, still have the potential to do that because at the end of the day even a dog no matter how domesticated it is at the end of the day it is an animal and put in a certain situation will i have a fight I mean, it's, it's it's common sense. Do do humans bite? Yeah, in in certain situations, yeah, we bite. Yes, yeah, I, I like to bite sometimes. But yeah, this is what Gina says about a raccoon. And then I've got one final clip to play for you, and then I'm done. By the way, I have to disagree about your raccoon theories. I used to have a pet raccoon. His name was Rocky. He was so kick ass. I got videos to prove it. Let me know, and I'll send those over to you. By the way. My name is Gina, and I will hopefully talk with you soon. Did I say Gina or Jeannie? I think, yeah, Gina. I did? Okay, good. So, yeah, I will show these Sounds videos. like she's from the South. I don't know where she's from. She said, uh, I think she said English was her second language. Oh, okay. I, I could be wrong. You know, that the Southern accent is very, that that's why a lot of uh, Englanders uh, are, like, the walking dead was so easy to do like a Southern draw because it, right. it, it's, it's easy for them. I do remember as a little kid um, going to, I don't know. I was friends with this one kid. We went to visit 
and hang out with another friend. And they had a pet raccoon, but the pet raccoon was only cool with the owner and the owner only. The moment you went up to try and pet it, it wanted to fucking rip your hand off. I mean, that's the thing, man. You know, raccoons, I think, are pretty cool. And I would love to have a pet raccoon because I want a little bodyguard. So uh, check this out here. There's two videos. Uh, Looks cute. Yeah, totally. I like the tractor trailer in the background. (laughs) She's just sitting here petting this thing. It looks nice. It doesn't look like it wants to fight her at all. But it also looks like like a dog. Or a cat. (laughs) But it also knows that this person is feeding it. Okay? Yeah, it looks very friendly. This next video looks pretty funny. Apparently, it's just washing its grapes, which is cool, you know. They have this weird obsession with washing their food. Yeah, because they're psychos. Yeah. I mean, I don't even wash my food. I'll wash my chicken. Oh, no. I eat all the pesticides. Well, I don't even know if it's pesticides. I just always feel like these dirty people that make that pack these these foods... And yes, I am calling these people to pack the food dirty. They're fucking Walmart workers. Come on. It's not like these are the fucking hey, they wear salt hairnets. of the earth. Huh? They wear hairnets. Right, right. But then they go take a shit and don't wipe their ass. <laughs> and it'll cook off. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, this they, thing they, looks they cool. Are cool. They're cute. But man, they do. I'm sorry. I They they can fuck you up. A raccoon this is a can fucking fuck domesticated one. This is a domesticated raccoon. You're not going to see... A raccoon in the wild washing grapes. A, they're not going to come across grapes to wash. B, they're not going to come across water to wash their grapes with. Well, no, they come across flesh and then raccoons do actually wash their food. Uh, Man, I disagree. Well, call me an asshole here. I just don't see that happening. Google it. No, I'm not because (laughs) it it fall it it goes against my theory. But yeah, let's play. Anything that you got here, and then we'll end off on something with the UFC. That uh, then we have to uh, do our cunt of the week. We do, and I, so, I think I got mine. Let me do this and share my screen. We'll start off with uh, good old. You know what? I I, I can't say ca- Drew. I, I got to put Drew at number two. I I, I was first saying Catalyst Jones uh, for number two at. Right under uh, Nate. Nate, but no, uh, I'm going to put Drew in there. Um, this should be, could not pre- Yeah, Nate is the uh, MVP of the show. You downloading something? I guess. Uh-oh. Didn't want me to play. Come on. Let's see what happens here. But there are some nationally consistent approaches in relation to those who work in sensitive settings, for instance, aged care workers. Well, real quick, pause it real fast. Do you want to give some context to what the fuck's going on here? Um, shit. I probably played this backwards because I, I do that a lot. Um, all right. So let me let me play this quick. Okay. Um. Oh, 
Oh, Instagram wants to do its thing where uh, you can't play the audio again? No. Yeah, that's why you always got to re- screen record it. Oh, these fucking assholes. Anyway, you remember what he said? Yeah, he, he was talking about this newly elected douchebag, I believe is what he called him, and giving a speech and just the smug look and grin on the dude's face, like wanting to take your, your liberties and, and, and pretty much just being a fucking full-on tyrant. Let me let me see if it'll... Tr- let me try one more fucking time. It's not going to work if it didn't work that first time. But, uh, yeah, man, I, I've heard a lot of negative things being said about this uh, this guy that really, I mean... We need to go back to the days where, like, the the, the leader of a country could take a punch, right? Yeah. Like, you, you got to be able to at least physically fight in some capacity. I'm not saying you got to go five rounds with Francis Ngannou. This guy uh, looks like the epitome of a fucking wanker. He looks like a a child could beat his ass yeah. badly. So, yeah, the, I mean, this guy... If, I mean, it, it, it's embarrassing. Um, I'm embarrassed that Joe Biden's our leader, so I'm not talking shit about Australians as a people. But, uh, you know, Canadians, I'm sure any any Canadian with a fucking brain is embarrassed of their leader, quote unquote, as well. Um, you know, Chinese people aren't allowed to be embarrassed. North Koreans aren't allowed to be embarrassed. Russians aren't allowed to be embarrassed. No. But, you know, if you're a Western civilization, man, all of our leaders, they, they don't look like... Uh, Alpha males, they don't look like leaders. They look like if we were back in a more primitive society, they would be just completely overran and ravaged by children. Again, I mean, like, uh, you know, it's it's strange to see these kinds of people at the top of society. Yeah, uh, I guess I'll just stop. Do you want me to finish playing it or just... Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, 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 does he say anything that, uh, yeah, yeah. Rewind it. And then let's hear it, it in the context of this guy being elected. And do you remember what Drew said? Yeah. That, that he's a piece of shit. That was it. Okay. Yeah. Let's hear what he says. yeah. God damn. I hate when fucking Instagram does that. Okay. Let's hear it. But there are some nationally consistent approaches in relation to those who work in sensitive settings, for instance, aged care workers. And uh, hospital workers, and I'm neither here. I'm neither, I'm neither here. I'm neither here to apologise for saving lives. No, I won't. So you got that right. We can agree on that. We can absolutely agree on that. Well, I'm not sure that you're a or you're an accredited journalist at a press conference. So happy pride to you. All the very best. Let me let me make one thing very clear to you, sir. Vaccines work. And I'm absolutely, absolutely pro-vaccine. Pro-vaccine, and I'll leave you to others can judge who's being stupid at the moment. Uh, science is important. Science is very important. Well, all the best to you. If you want to abuse me, well, you've done a bit of that. Uh, any, are there any questions? And there was and there was a election held, um, sir, and I'm very pleased to say that we've been re-elected. Uh, part of that, of course, is listening to a broad range of views. You've had, you've had your say, and you are frankly wrong. Next. Mm. Yeah, a robot response. He's not looking at the guy at all. He's, uh, you know, it, yeah, uh, clearly uh, just a an empty suit. I mean, this guy is a, a total fraud, and I don't think anyone elected the guy. But I do know also that Australians 
like it or not, and this isn't saying that Drew is like this. This isn't saying that my uh, buddy Nick in Australia is like this. Australians as a whole have a reputation for being very lazy. And I'm not saying that that these dudes that we know are like this, but there is a reputation. Now, I've never been to Australia. I've never uh, interacted with many Australians, but, you know, there is this this cartoonish stereotype similar to Canadians where they're lazy and they're 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 fine as long as they have their food, their water, um, their their basic necessities. They don't really strive to get ahead. Now, again, this is no shit talking to Australian people. It sounds like it is, but this is just what I see, man. This is what a lot of people see, similar I, to Canadians. I wouldn't necessarily use the word lazy as much as I would use the word more compliant. because That's laziness. It, it, it is, but if, if, if you look at like the common uh, Australian that, that – has their own land or whatever, they're no different than us hardworking Americans. You know what I mean? They, they go out in the bush. They, they, they fucking provide, they do this when it comes. I, I think what you're getting at is they're lazy when it comes to, they just go along with what their government says. Yeah. And I'm not saying that Americans aren't lazy, right? No. <laughs> We're fat as fuck. There is, there is a, a population of lazy people. So if, you know if uh, if an Australian was offended when I'm when I'm calling Australians lazy and they were to say well Americans are are the fattest you know biggest pieces of shit in the world I would say yeah we are you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. we are so yeah bring it on man the criticisms should be there for every single fucking westernized country that is falling in line with this whole thing I stand behind what I said Australians as a whole are lazy Americans as a whole very very lazy. I mean, it, it, it is what it is, man. It's unfortunate, but we have this problem. Um, so, yeah, dude, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Australians actually did elect somebody like that. Now, we know that people like Drew, um, you know, I, I've, I talk with several Australians like on a weekly basis, not several, you know, uh, less than 10, but, you know, eight or nine Australians I usually talk with. And these people are all like-minded like they seem like they would fit right in with like the right conservative uh side of things over here in the u.s but they're stuck in this lazy fucking area man like the yeah. world's gotten lazy the whole world is is fucked up right now and um so again i don't i don't want any australian or any uh you know canadian to say to take it offensively yeah davy yeah i mean come on man you know <laughs> canadians are are very lazy when it comes to this stuff you know what i mean i love my canadians out there oh like, hell yeah they're good people there there is no threat from that population base at least you know in the united states i feel like the politicians feel the slightest threat from the population from the the ultra right right because they're demonizing us over in australia over in canada over in fucking england they, they're doing whatever the fuck they want. This is why Australia was fucking a prison colony. Not not back when it was founded in 2020. That was a prisoner colony in 2020. But it was also founded as a prison colony. I understand that. Yeah. But I'm saying very recently, two, yes. three fucking years ago, really two years ago. Fucking locked down to the guys were all locked down. And it's because of laziness that that happened. Now, there are those that there's that minority of people that were out there speaking out about it. 
But man, you know, and again, I can't stress how much this is not to criticize people that I speak with that are in Australia because they want something to happen. But it takes more than fucking nine people that I talk to over there. Right. right? It takes a fucking nation to do it. At least 80 percent of people would have to rise up against the government there. And that's just not going to happen. I don't think it'll happen here in the U.S. either because we're lazy here, too. It's it's a problem that we have in this world right now. Absolutely. You see it, you see it here, you know, uh, like you said, they demonize uh, right wing conservatives as ultra MAGA terrorists or whatever. And it's like supremacists. Yeah, white supremacists. It's like, no, just because we love our country and we're going to stand up against tyranny and, and injustice. No, get the fuck out of here. That's why we still have our guns. And thank you, Supreme Court, for saying uh, people that uh, possess a medical marijuana or uh, smoke marijuana can't have their guns taken from them. That, that was a thing up until a, a, either today or, or a couple days ago. And the Supreme Court ruled on it and said, no, it's unconstitutional. So thank you, Supreme Court. You did you did something good for once. Yeah, they know that they can't they they can't say anything other than that, you know, um, right. So, yeah, we're lucky that we have that, but uh, it seems like it's going to fail at some point, you know, so it just depends on where's that line drawn with these tough guys that, you know, can't fucking walk a fucking quarter mile without taking a break that are also (laughs) sitting there talking about we're ready to fight, you know, don't take my guns. You know, what the fuck are you going to do, you obese motherfucker, when you're sitting there filming yourself? I watched this thing a while back, dude. It was the... um, preppers doomsday preppers show yeah i remember that show and this dude accidentally shot his thumb off with a shotgun and you know what he did he passed out by blowing off his thumb how the fuck do you blow off your thumb that's beside the point losing a digit made this guy pass out okay if you think that you can survive an apocalyptic situation and you can't lose a digit man you're in the wrong game buddy get into fucking uh, knitting yeah start knitting start start maybe uh, making candles because you do not have a future in doomsday prepping if you can't lose a fucking digit dude I'm i was not talking a limb i'm talking a digit so I yeah was, it was bad i was all the way on the other side of the susquehanna river this was years ago um i have a a, a scar to prove it i had a very sharp machete the wife and I took a the kayak over. We were looking to explore her Nana's her her late Nana's island that she owned and was starting to bushwhack through. It was Fourth of July weekend. We packed some sandwiches and, and some water and what have you. We're going to just make a picnic out of it, you know, an all day adventure. What have you? Long story short, I'm going up. I grab a branch and I went to to hit it with the machete. But when I did, my foot slipped back in the mud and I came right down how I did not cut my tendon to my thumb. I have no idea, but I mean, down to the bone. And I'm like, oh, shit. My wife immediately started freaking out. She's like, oh, you got to wash it. and Come down here. and I'm like, I'm not cleaning it in the fucking river water. I No, let's get back to the kayak. And she's like, okay, you know, she's trying to remain as calm as she can. I'm like, you know, we'll get back. It's okay. You know, I'm holding pressure on it. We get to the kayak where we have water in you know in in a cooler with with ice i take my a piece of my shirt i just rip it off 
I, I rinsed it out. I, I told her, I said, now tie this around right here, but tie it right on that cut and kept dousing it in water. I said, can I just, at this time, at that time, I still smoked cigarettes. And she, <laughs> I was like, can I have a cigarette? And she's like, yeah, but we got to get over and get back to the car and what have you. And I was like, just let me have a cigarette. And well, long story short, I didn't get to smoke my cigarette. We're going across the river. All of a sudden now it wants to storm and we're getting waves and this and that. Get back to the house. I look at her. I said, I, I got to go get this stitched up. She had a complete fucking mental breakdown, but I get to the doctor's office and they took that, uh, makeshift bandaged off and they're like oh my god like this this is clean like it's it's barely bleeding i was like well they just applied what i was trained to do and you know this and that and they stitched it up it gave me problems for probably close to a year but man like you said if you if you can't be in one of those situations and you're blowing your fucking thumb off somehow with a fucking shotgun yeah, I don't know how he did it. It was wild. Uh, beyond me, um, you know, I was in a similar situation. Uh, no, remain fucking calm and fix your shit. Yeah. Yeah, man, it, it always gets me. You know, Kim talks about being ready for like a Mad Max scenario. She gets real faint when she sees blood. I mean, <laughs> we're abandoning her if the things go down. She just opened the door. Uh, you know, me and Moo will will be fine. She can hang back with two Give other your goner. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, it's interesting. It's interesting how how some of that shit works out, and it's just I don't know. It, it, some of this stuff is is wild. But let me. Uh, I found something here. Did you have anything else before we wrap up? No, that was that was pretty much it. Okay, I found this thing that I want to share with you, and I want you to see. You know, when we talk about like sports being kind of goofy and all this stuff. You know, the UFC, my favorite sport of all time, okay? Is it rigged? I think so. I, I definitely think some of these bigger fights are. Um, you know, some of these other fans out there, they don't think so at all because they they say that these guys, are, their egos are too big and blah, blah, blah. God, I thought that was uh, Fury. Fury. No, that's uh, Alexander Volkanovsky, hoping he wins. Um, but check this out, and you'll hear something that's very funny and just coincidental when you hear something mentioned and i want to see if you can point it out so the division he temporarily leaves behind will crown an interim champion on the same night in a co-made event clash between top five contenders yair rodriguez and josh emmett for emmett the Sacramento native's shot at UFC gold is a long time coming. One of the main reasons why I wanted to pursue MMA is to get to the UFC. Mr. David, how you doing? Appreciate it. And I truly wanted to be a world champion. Here we go. It's in reach now. David was asking me just certain colors that represent what I'm trying to achieve. Gold for the title. And then blue for being the underdog, because I will be in the blue corner. <laughs> so we're starting Did you from get it? underdog and we're... Did you get it? 
Oh my God. I, I think they, they just referenced uh, Uganda, didn't they? Ukraine. Oh, I thought it was Uganda. I'm kidding. Yes, Ukraine. <laughs> Obviously, you saw me. I'm just like, oh, there it is. The yellow and the blue. <laughs> well, and then they say gold and blue, which are Masonic colors. I mean, uh, Kanye, you know, when he was doing his, uh, you know, Jesus gospel album, it was all blue and gold. Blue and gold is already a Masonic color. But if you see this image here, Rising it's all done in blue and yellow. I mean, it, it's not... It's beautiful art. Don't give me like that. But Thank you. He said, hey, you know, give me two colors that describe your journey. Gold and blue. Man, uh, virtue signal a little harder there, Josh Emmett. You fucking yeah. bitch. I hope Yair Rodriguez beats your fucking ass in Australia this fucking Saturday. Um, Yair Rodriguez being a Mexican and uh this guy being an american virtue signaling piece of shit it seems like uh fuck this guy man i right here i'm just sold that i do not like this guy i don't know much about him um but man what a what a bitch fucking thing to do and if it's a coincidence then man we are in a simulation so so here's my take on it okay i bet you he wins yeah i don't doubt it he's he's uh i don't think he's favored to win but it's a pretty close fight for an interim title just because oh. of the color. And they, they, they're promoting that with the coincides with the war in Ukraine, you know, this and that, that's why I'm saying the Eagles are going to win because the Eagle needs to fly high and, and show in some weird way that America's strong and, and supports Ukraine. Right. You know? I've been thinking that for since the jump that it was going to be a red, white, and blue team or an American themed team. I thought either the Cowboys, the Giants, or the Bills were going to get it, and I somehow didn't even think of the Eagles, the Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia was the capital during the Civil War for the North, yep. right? Um, Liberty Bell, all that shit. The fucking symbol of the Eagles team or the the Philadelphia team. Is the Constitution the and Declaration of Independence was signed. Exactly. So it's the most American city, more so than Washington, D.C. So, yeah, man, it's uh, it was kind of a no brainer when I look back at it. But, yeah, I mean, like I have DMs with some people. Where I'm like, yeah, it's going to be an American themed team, blah, blah, blah. And uh, sure enough, I think it will be. And no matter which way you look at it, it already is an American themed team. You have the Chiefs, you know, uh, Native American. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, so. Yeah, we'll see what happens, man. I am going to sprinkle that 34-37 in the favor of the Eagles, though. Any thoughts before we close out, buddy? Well, I uh, should we get into our cunt of the week before we close out? We should, actually. All right, let's do it. Why don't you go fuck yourself, dickhead? You are a cunt, 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 cunt. So who's Love your it. cunt of the week? My cunt of the week is that Ciara O'Rourke, um, just because you're going to sit there and fact check something that is provably provable. So, you know, uh, she hasn't fact checked my Trump thing. So let me just oh. double check that before. That's odd. Let me just double check that. Uh, yeah, no fact check there. Um, so apparently Donald Trump is being funded by Satan and an alien. And that is provably provable, but Barack Obama did not dress up as Baphomet. So, uh, yeah, fuck you, Ciara. Yeah, yeah, fuck you, you cunt. I uh, I'm gonna have to 
Mm. I'm going to agree with you just because there wasn't really much competition once once you, you presented that information. Uh, I, I would say runner-up would be uh, Joe Biden um, wasting a million dollars on shooting down a balloon with a fucking air-to-air missile when it could have been done with one or two. One one fucking round of uh, the F-22. Just saying. Seems like it could have also been taken down with a Barrett 50 cal, probably. It was a fucking, or a fucking BB gun. <laughs> well, probably not a BB gun at that height, but <laughs> a Barrett could have done it easily. Yeah. I mean, a Bar- what's a Barrett bullet cost? 30, 40 bucks? I mean, come on. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I think in the rule, the, the future, we got to go. We can't pick the same person. So we'll go. You got Biden. I got Ciara. That's fair. That is fair. And I like that. Okay. And uh, for everybody listening and uh, taking part in our little journey of uh, fuckery here, uh, thank you for turning into uh, the... Reverse it. And flip it back and reverse it. Thank you for turning into uh, another episode of the Conspiracy Underground. We are the Conspiracy Underground news team. I am the left lip. And for I'm the, the right, right lip. Yep. And uh, we'll see you next Tuesday.